Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation. Hey. I wasn't sure we were gonna make it, but we did. We did man, I thought we I thought we all got zuckered today, man. It was it was a rough day out there. Yeah, we were gonna push it off to tomorrow. We kind of scrambled around. AJ was flexible with us and was willing to, to slide back in here when Facebook came back to life today. So we're gonna make it happen. I know Ryan's out there in the wild west trying to uh, knock down some large predators. Maybe. Yeah, tomorrow, I so. hung around here. We we hung around the house and just kind of stared at each other today so we could do this podcast. And I, yeah. I wasn't sure if Facebook was going to come back up, and it did. And I was like, uh, we kind of need to get this done tonight. I got one more day to, to make some magic happen out here. Yeah, man. So we're here. We're here for you, Facebook. Uh, but just another reason, like I said before we came on, Ryan, that everybody needs to slide over to YouTube and, and subscribe to our YouTube channel because this happens again. Who knows? Uh, we could just go live over there and you wouldn't miss a beat. Or we can start a GoFundMe and we can build a KBN app and then we'll be untouchable. 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 Can you imagine? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> yeah, well, we got a huge show tonight, man. We had uh, AJ was gracious enough to share a part of the BOS schedule with us tonight. We're going to drop that for you. We're going to talk a little little year in view with the, the BOS regular season and, of course, the TOC coming up. We always love talking to AJ. He's been on quite a few times. Uh, but before we do that, how about a little shout-out to our sponsors? Let's shout them out. Shout them out. Of course, brought to you by, presented by, the number one kayak fishing outfitter in the entire nation, Dugout Bait and Tackle, Marietta, Georgia. It says oh so right goodness. up top there. And then oh uh, the beverage of choice, as you can see to my left, Western Sun Vodka has been a sponsor since the, the jump about a year ago now. We're, we're glad to have them. And then last but not least, Revo Sunglasses. We're actually doing the first edition of Throwing Shades Monday tonight. Giving away yep. a pair of shades to one lucky viewer. All you got to do. You won't be disappointed with these. Again, I mean, I know some people haven't even heard of them. Some people had not tried them. You will love these sunglasses. Uh, I've had them on all week out here running around. Um, they're, they're pretty good. So give it a share and see what you can get. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Like this uh, cast, like the Facebook page, of course. Uh, make sure you follow the Revo page and, and share the live stream. We're good to go. We'll pick somebody at the end of the show tonight. And, we'll this and if you just want to buy some, KBN25 on the Revo side. That's right. KBN25 is going to save you some money if you want to get a pair, buy a pair. So hook that up, Throwing Shades Monday. We're going to do this at least once a month, uh, along with some other giveaways we're working on. So we'll be trying to give back to you. I think Ryan said that a few weeks ago on the group page. You guys have helped us uh, have fun doing this and grow this. We're going to help help you. And think, isn't that from a movie? Help us help you. Help me help you. Jerry I don't uh, It's like that. that or like UPS or something. I don't know. Yeah, something, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So there you go. We love our sponsors. We appreciate them. Uh, so everybody, when you can, go support those guys and support us. Good stuff. Uh, so we'll give that away a little bit later in the show. But before we do that, what are we going to talk about, Ryan? Uh, I don't know. I mean, what? So – we had the KBF schedule drop. It looks like they're, uh, you know, we talked about them kind of focusing up on the Northeast and, and West Coast more, showing some love to those areas that might get skipped by the, the larger uh, national trail stops. Uh, had an interesting article that I was forwarded last night from some anonymous blogger that seems to have, I don't know if he's got a pin cushion made of me or uh, some sort of sculpture on his nightstand, but uh, that was flattering. Uh, <laughs> I highly encourage anybody to uh, do their due diligence and uh, 
make sure and look at real numbers uh, anytime you're trying to judge what's happening in a in a sport. Yes. Yeah. Uh, leave it to the obscure bloggers to throw eggs at what we're trying to do here. Well, I love it. Yeah. But you know what? I'd be willing to have that person on if we, they ever wanted to reach out and, and talk in person, talk live. I, we could talk to them maybe and uh, hash some of this out. It'd be fun. Not, not what I was thinking, but I'll go with it. Yeah, yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you you be good cop. I'll be bad cop. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it'd be civil, but it'd be fun. <laughs> Deal. Uh, yeah. K, KBF dropped theirs. That, that was real interesting uh, geographically how they did theirs. The All-American series came out, and they went from being regional to – National I noticed they're they're pu- yeah they're pushing pretty far. I think was it Kentucky Lake I saw on there. Yeah, and St. Clair was yeah. on there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean they're they're expanding, and I mean they have you know they have a lot of great feedback for what they're doing. I think they have you know the right people running it. So uh, you know hats off to those guys. They're they're really you know growing their market share and kind of expanding their their boundaries as they see fit. I think that's a good good space to be in. Yeah, Tyler and Josh. I mean, Josh, I don't know if you anybody on here follows the Moyak group, the Missouri kayak group, but but Josh has just made that thing explode over the last couple of years, and they're averaging huge huge numbers in their local stuff anyway. Uh, so between him and Tyler, they got a, a good crew running that ship up there. And, of course, we're going to hear about part of this BOS schedule tonight, and then the next year to drop, I guess, will be the Bass Nation schedule. We hadn't seen anything with that yet. But I'm it's sure coming. It's coming. Coming soon. But – the talk tonight, BOS, I know, you know, Ryan obviously is a, a TOC champ. Um, you know, I focused my energy on the, the BOS schedule this year. A lot of other people did too. So they were anxiously awaiting the 22 one. We're going to get a little snippet of it tonight. I'm excited. Well, I can't wait. I can't wait to see it, man. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I don't think there's much else to talk about. What do you say we get AJ in here? I know he's Let's see him. Let's see the, the guy. Out there on the, on the East Coast waiting patiently. AJ, what is up, my man? What's up, fellas? How are y'all doing tonight? Oh, man, we're doing good. AJ good. McWorthers in the flesh. That's right. That's right. Coming coming live from somebody's random office in Charleston, South Carolina. I'm on the in the first week of a four-week road trip running uh, a lot of accounts through the East Coast and uh, maybe even have a little vacation at the tail end of this thing if I, if I get lucky. You won't do it. I, it's scheduled, so I'm, 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 I'm supposed to have a week on the Outer Banks in uh, late October. So I'm, I'm, uh, I've never been up there, so I'm excited, and hopefully I'll make it. You will, you will. Well, uh, so well, you guys, how do hey, you do feel you, like? Oh, what? I was just gonna see what what do you guys want to talk about tonight? Well, I was gonna say, how do you feel like you know reflecting back on 2021? Obviously, this was a season that that saw a lot of growth. And I think, you know, you kind of, you hit some, hit some new, new waters, so to speak. And uh, I mean, what do you think? What's your, you know, your plus and minus on, on how the season went? Well, I mean, you know, this was the year that we were going to start having uh, gatherings again and getting to feed our anglers on Friday night. And, you know, we were just really excited to do all that. And, you know, we just didn't turn that corner yet. Um decided to play it safe throughout the rest of the year. And, and I think we made a good call on that, especially seeing some other um, events where folks were, you know, having some, some, you know, health concerns and, and issues. So, you know, we want to make sure everybody stays healthy in our events. It's not our preference to like not have gatherings. You know, this whole series was built from the Kentucky Lake event that we ran for six years where, 
it was really just a hangout and people fished for six, seven hours, you know, a couple of days. And it was a, a lot of fun. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll be able to get back to that next year. That's when I'm talking to these communities. That's what I'm planning for. Uh, so hopefully everybody else is on board with that. But man, this season started with a bang. Like we went to Seminole in early February and had 175 people. We would have had 178, but three people didn't sign up on time and I sent them back. So wherever they drove in at, because that's how we do, man, we've got deadlines and we honor that stuff um, around here. But 175 people, man, it was it was so good. It was so good to have that many people show up for the first event. Lake Seminole is an awesome fishery and it showed out. Um, you know, Brian Howe was already fairly well known, but he kind of became a this like mythical creature after that event, man. And uh, I can't wait to see. That's right. I can't can't wait to see him at the uh, the TOC and him, uh, you know, compete for that far wide angler of the year prize. He's right up in there in the hunt. And, you know, then right after that, we essentially go and fish in the coldest weather that anybody's ever fished in on Watts Bar. And, you know, Lambert, you know, does his thing, man. You know, we, we changed the start times and, um, you know, to get people, you know, and I, th I think that favored Lambert because, you know, normally he's getting out <laughs> I'll there. I'll take the later start. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So he gets out at nine o'clock anyways. But it was a challenging event. And, you know, we were worried about that event from a number standpoint because of it was it was literally like 10 degrees the first two mornings of the tournament. We had 90 something people show up. I mean, we had people get you know, issues like Caroline and Krista Hibbs rolled in from Arkansas last minute and their black Hummer was completely white with uh, salt and, you know, just had in their boats were different colors. They drove through so much ice and snow and stuff just to come and fish in horrible conditions. And you know, it sucked all weekend. It was a horrible bite. Like I don't, there weren't even that many two, you know, five fish limits, but you know, that was kind of the, you know, not to take anything away from Ryan at that event because he won, but that was kind of like, hey, who's this curly-haired, redhead kid, uh, Ewing or Man. Edwin or whatever? Because he got second, and all of a sudden, he was like a, a two paid events in his first two events. And we're all just like, whoa, like, this kid, okay. And, and you know, that's kind of was, was the, the start of his run. Then we went to Broken Bow, um, you know, that was a tough one. It was kind of bad timing with weather and another event that was the next weekend, but we still had over a hundred anglers show out for that. And Russ Snyder's was like, Hey, I'm here to play again this year and uh, won that event and a uh, really cool fishery uh, out there. I think if we could hit it during a different time of year, it might show out a little bit better. And then April, uh, you know, down to Dardanelle, uh, Dardanelle is just, I mean, it's conveniently located. It fished, pretty good uh had a good it's show in arkansas yeah you know that's in arkansas right ryan, ryan had fun at darnell he can't <laughs> deny it either. i did i had such a good time at darnell <laughs> i did we found that little bar we found an awesome shallow bite uh i was very impressed i will i'll take my hat off to darnell that was it was no watching the, that was the beginning of the lunch money big bass check run i think wasn't it yeah, <laughs> don't even remind me dude that's not a streak i was trying to continue <laughs> Hey man, catching the big bass in every tournament's not a not a bad deal. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we and then we switched. We went to uh, uh, Lake Hartwell. We did our annual partner with the Queen City Kayak Bass Fishing Club and showed out. We had 145 anglers, I think, and they had huge numbers for their event. 
and so many of their anglers just were littered in the top top paid places but it was ewing minor got that w smoked them both days man. and you know it just it just happened man it, it uh kind of put him on the maps like all right this is this is go- this guy's gonna be in it this year um you know he had like an 11th place a second and a first out the gate june we got to fish sam rayburn flooded um almost had to cancel that event we decided that if there's ever a time to fish Sam Rayburn in kayaks, being 10 or 12 feet high with all the ramps closed down, it's probably not a bad time. And, you know, everybody that went to that seemed to have a really fun time way back in people's yards and way off the beaten path chasing bass. And, you know, we, uh, you know, Brian uh, Scarberry, he, he had a great event there and, uh, and pulled it down. Let me tell you something. I want to eat a little crow on that one myself. Because, I mean, we have – we got our little group chat on the side, and we all talk about what's going on and shit. And people think that – and I've, you know, seen this, heard this. Like, I'm just out here, you know, carrying AJ around, like, on a pedestal. Like, if I if I think that I have an issue with something, I'm never shy to voice it about a BOS series then or to AJ directly. I was nervous about Rayburn. I was afraid Rayburn was going to be something like what Chick was when we had that just – freaking odd. that's in my head that's what was playing out i'm like oh shit like <laughs> we're gonna be out here with freaking trees washing down rivers like docks breaking off rayburn is a little different it was a reservoir so it just held all the water from everywhere it actually turned out to be probably top three events that i fished this year as far as just accessibility and and the way the lake set up i had a blast out there it was awesome good yeah, good job say, aj man. thanks for not listening to me yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna, that, to me, I think I, I think Ryan, you and I both finished pretty close together, like around thirtieth or something like that. I don't know. So the finishes yeah. weren't the best, but it was so yeah. much to me. It was one of the most fun events of the year because the lake was ours. There was hardly another. Yeah. There was hardly another boat on the water. It was just kayak anglers on the most one of the most pressured lakes in the United States. Uh, yep. it was unbelievable. There, were, there was a couple crappie charters out there, wasn't there, Ryan? Yeah. yeah. God, man. <laughs> I ain't ever seen nothing like that. Them boys will pull up. I'm working a brush pile. They pull up just straight in front of you, making eye contact, son. All 60 of them cast their lines out. Thank you. Thank you, Sam Rayburn. Yeah, that was wild. But That's general, where Wide I mean, Dick Open came from. That's, that's what right. Sam Rayburn gave to us. That's Thank right. you, Billy yes. Bowden. Quite a, quite a house there with Billy sleeping in the campground and halfway sleeping at our place. It was uh, And Ewing else. on the couch. That was another, that was another ca- uh, check that Ewing cashed. You know, moving on up there at Rayburn, he called out his uh, Seminole finish at Rayburn. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, well, you know, I know he had his next best finish down. Wasn't it? Uh, it was Susquehanna, I feel like. That was kind of his final call. That's that, he called that one. Yeah. yeah. Kid. So he just kept kept doing it all year. But before we went to Susquehanna, we swung way, way, way northeast up there to uh, the Ticonderoga area, um, Lake Champlain. You know, our first visit to the Northeast, Iconelli was getting down. Ewing had a Ewing and Ike were going back and forth in that tournament um, all the whole time. But it was Smalley's um, rule. Smalley's <laughs> rule was born. Travis von Newman, man, and in, in the Jackson out there, just beating up on him. And I think he, you know, flipped his kayak all sorts of times and was just laughing it off because he was catching giant smallmouth on topwater and uh, just was an awesome, awesome story. And it was like our first like 
legitimate um, fan that was like cheering during the awards was uh, his girlfriend that was there. She was his number one supporter. That was awesome. And uh, she was literally Lucky like dog. screaming, screaming for him in a room full of seven people for the awards. <laughs> uh, it was so exciting for, for everybody. Like, I, it was awesome. Like, it was it was cool uh, to have that. And, and I'm ready for that to come back, man. Like, that our award ceremonies, like, are really anticlimactic. Uh, you know, <laughs> there's 10 people in there in, like, the smallest rooms that you can imagine having an award ceremony. So I can't wait for us to bring it back and anglers can come back and, you know, kind of lick their wounds together and, and support their, their friends that get to actually stand up there and, and hold checks and, and, you know, overcome the, you know, the, the fishery for that weekend. I miss being pissed off at Shane for leaving early. Like I want to, I want to get back to that part where you can, where you can be mad at these guys for not staying to watch you get a check. You guys see in the comments, there's a lot of uh, talk of the, the beaver colored Chapo from that event as well. Forgot about that, the, the bait of choice. Mm, I'm not seeing any comments. Yeah, well, I won't put them up. I don't have a laptop, so I actually do have 5G. I don't have a laptop, so I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's some uh, funny stuff going on. I won't throw them on the screen. But anyway, ne- next on the list. Oh. Yeah, we went up to uh, – Went up to um, the Susquehanna, man, the, the, one of the best fisheries in the entire country and probably one of the best places to be in the entire the, during the summer months. And it just we had, you know, 139 anglers. Everyone was catching, had 50 smallmouth over 18 inches turned in. Moves was just banging out there. Um, you know, Ju- Juicy J. Wallen figured out how to catch a fish with some flow. I mean, it was it – was, it was a lot, a lot of good stuff. And, you know, Jody Queen just showed out, does what Jody Queen does and, and just dominates the river uh, despite so many amazing anglers nipping at his heels the whole time. Ewing, um, dude, you, him and Ewing were just trading licks. And I was fishing near Ewing and I was like, dude, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, you just got beat by Jody Queen. He's like, no, I'm up by three quarters of an inch. And I was like, I don't care. Like this, <laughs> you're in the wrong place to be that close to Jody. This is over. I'm sorry back to back yeah, yeah no back doubt to back. and you know that's uh that's challenging man everybody's like oh it's jody it's jody but it doesn't matter like that's still challenging like the fishery changes every year the anglers continue to get better um uh, you know and then also like people you know they're like man that was where jody was fishing last year you know <laughs> like that's people move in on spots like y'all know you've been there yeah um, it's hard. It's hard to do it again, um, especially on a place like that. Any place, really. Um, would so, you say that's like a perennial powerhouse that Hobie would continue to go back to? Uh, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough to say. Um, you know, it's there's not like not many, not many better places that that you can go in the summer. But you know, variety is the spice of life, Ryan. I'd say you know that better than anybody. <laughs> Well, well, you talking about the rods I throw? What are you trying to say? Just in general, man. It's well, it's a it's a it's, it's, well, it's a good general saying. <laughs> yeah, variety. <laughs> good stuff. All right. So moving on, we went back to the Mississippi River. Um, awesome event up there, and uh, you know the Mississippi River. I mean, there's just been so many kayak tournaments up there, different times of year. It shows out. Uh, it showed out. We had 111 anglers. Huge. Huge step up from the year before. Love to see that area and that fishery growing. Um, and you know they they caught them. It was a it was a good event. And um, you know I, I'd say 
you know, us going back up there is, uh, oh, you know, something that we'll, you know, consider, consider down the road as well. Um, and then we wrapped up Tennessee River, Lake Pickwick, just, just a few weeks ago. Um, it seemed like forever ago, but it was literally just a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, you know, Guillermo just absolutely smashed them, caught a ton of fish and the right ones. Christine had, you know, a good event, got second and Scotch get, getting third. Um, so, you know, pretty, pretty powerhouse of a trio there. And, uh, you know, a good, a good showing from that fishery, you know, some of the small mouth that were turned in in that event, everyone wants to talk about how, you know, banging things are up North, but you know, those guys are catching, you know, 22, 22. I mean, just giant small mouth. And we've said, we've had this conversation, you know, off to the side in our little group chat about, you know, smallmouth fisheries and springtime for me, the Tennessee river is my, it's my favorite play. You couldn't find another fishery in the world that will show out like the Tennessee river in spring. But I'll tell you, Jesse Halverson, he stayed in our house. He hyped up that smallmouth bite so much, you know, he was sure he was going to catch a hundred inches. I thought he was completely, completely overshooting himself. And then day two, he came out and freaking wrecked the giant smallmouth. He just put the video out on YouTube. I don't like pushing spammy YouTube links. That's something you want to watch. Watching those fish come up and just freaking explode on a fluke. Amazing. Good, good job, Jesse. Yeah, I want to go back to uh, lacrosse real quick. That something you, uh, you mentioned lacrosse, AJ. The highlight of my year, since I didn't make the TSC, was uh, AJ mentioned my name on day one in an update. So <laughs> mark that down as uh, one, one check mark in the box for me. I mean, that's just a good lesson right there for, you know, folks. That's why you want to submit your fish early. You never know right. when I'm going to go in on an update, and you never know if your, you know, total that's probably, you know, worth a 30 place or so um, is good enough to be in the top 10 at that moment. So get your credit. I mean, it made Jeff's year. You know, it's his motivator for next season. <laughs> you, said, you said my name, dude. You said my name. That was motivation enough. I'm ready to make it. And, and I'll sure. tell you, from a different kind of perspective, sponsors want to be – they want you to be mentioned and stuff like that. And Jamie Coza, owner of the dugout, he watches all these tournaments like a freaking hawk. He's watching my Instagram story. He's keeping up with everything. He texts me, and he's like, submit your damn fish so you make the midday update. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's his biggest priority and i'm like dude i have like a 12 inch fish to call shut up and i'll submit my fish <laughs> hurry up and get them turned in boy yeah. uh, that's that's a legit thing you know it, it it makes the fisheries look good it makes uh you all look good it makes everyone's eyes get get on that and you know that that's the beauty about our sport um is it's all on a live leaderboard when you it's it's essentially as live as it can be you submit your fish we get to see it. Um, people are looking at that stuff all day, even if they're not on the live videos. I mean, people are always clicking over to that, that Tourney X leaderboard and checking it out. It's it's nice. You can even go all the way through the leaderboard and see everyone all the way down. It's it's a it's a good system. And let me get on my soapbox to the local clubs because there's a few that have gone to turn. Even my local club here have gone to turn it off the leaderboard all day. They never turn it on. Uh, no, I think that's bad on. mojo, not just for the anglers, but if you put any kind of sponsor logos or whatever on that leaderboard, every click they're seeing that. You know what I mean? It's bringing people back to that leaderboard to see those those impressions are important. You know, for for uh, 
people that are supporting your tournament, don't you think, AJ? I agree with you, man. Like t turning turning it off for an hour at the end of the day while you sort everything out and kind of keeping some suspense for the awards is one thing. Shutting it down for hours or a full day or like some of these month-long events that I've heard of, like they're shutting it down for weeks and like it takes away a lot of the excitement for the the people fishing it. They don't really know what they're fishing for. Uh, they'd love to, you know, and it, so many times you go in the leaderboard, and you're like, oh man, so-and-so just caught another 20. They just jumped me. And then that motivates you to go back out there. You know, same thing on tournament day. Like when you see that somebody's coming up or they just caught that next big fish, like it's exciting. And all the people that are watching, um, you know, all the people that are watching, want to see that too um it, it the sponsors appreciate it it helps us grow our sport it's it's one of those things um it's 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 a special deal oh Don't man some comments. I, we got some nice comments i like that I, I like that extra kick in the pants too like from the angler perspective you know when you see like watts bar for instance like i didn't know i met i met edwin at seminole i didn't really know who he was but when i saw him in first and me in second I knew at that moment, like, I'm going to beat this little kid. Like, I, I have to because, you know, the, the, the leaderboard's on. And I knew, like, when it went off, I think I was, like, a quarter inch behind him or something. Like, that made me fish so much harder for that last hour. You know, when when if, if it had been off since noon or something, I, would even, I, I wouldn't have even had any idea that I was within 20 inches of the kid at that point, to be honest with you. So, uh, I love it being on, but I do like that, that – you know, end of the day, you still aren't really sure where you fell in. You remember who was on the leaderboard. You look at your screenshots and stuff, and then you see who's at awards, and you try to piece together who made what moves and, you know, exactly where you landed. It's no doubt. Well, so, you know, I got a big announcement before we get to the other big announcement. So today, today was the deadline for the TOC, oh and all 50 anglers made it today yeah i was so so impressed i only had to direct message like six people uh i almost think that i almost think that most of those people like look forward to my message in the last like six hours oh, of yeah. a deadline they're like man i wish aj would text me so i'm just not gonna i'm just not gonna sign up until um you know scott i'll call scotch out because i've already mentioned him like i messaged scotch first thing this morning he's like Hey man, you got a moment for a chat. So I ended up getting to talk to Scotch for like 15 minutes before 9 a.m. this morning uh, to walk him through how to register without paying um, on Tourney X. Just, <laughs> Shut just up. Press the register button. And then don't My pay. boy. Yeah. Uh, My boy. Scotch. Oh, Scotchy Scotch. He's a treat, man. I appreciate Scotch. So, so no roll down, Dylan. Not to 52nd, not even to the next one down. So, so Vinny Ferrari was the last one. And that's where it ended, man. That's where it ended. Charles Shellnut was next up. Big shout out to Charles. He only fished three events and did almost. I mean, almost. So I know Charles. Uh, he's going to look at this schedule for next year and uh, be be ready to come back. That's a tough thing. That's a tough thing to finish right out. You're telling um, me, AJ. I mean, I said right out, Jeff. Right <laughs> out. Ow! Oh. <laughs> Too much truth. <laughs> No, it's, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, you know, it's, there's some people that have some really good sustained success and, you know, it, it takes that to get into that. And, you know, it's only 19 people. So, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a challenging thing to get to. I like the, the group this year. I mean, there's a lot of names in there. 
of people that like nationally, um, you know, they're like hammers in their local clubs and do a lot. And they just came out and fished like one or two events this year and made it happen. You know, that's the beauty about this event is you can come to one event and qualify for the TOC just by kicking, you know, 170 other people's tails that day, uh, which is harder to do. But then, you know, we've got guys like Nick that won um, Char- Chiberia, Nick Chiberia from Darnell. Uh, yeah. yeah, he won Darnell. And, you know, but it was funny because, like, I'd, ne- I'd never uh, heard of Nick, but he had had time in Louisiana at a club. And then he was doing things in the club where he lives now. And so he had all this extra, you know, grassroots support from two different areas. And he's, you know, now fishing for $75,000 on like you follow here in a, in a few weeks. And there was a few other guys, you know, the tra- Travis that won uh, Champlain and, and Brian that won uh, Seminole and, and so many other folks that got second and third that um, are great local anglers. And now they have a chance on the biggest national stage to do it again uh, for the biggest paycheck. So, uh, that's exciting this year. You know, the last couple years in the TOC, um, there was, um, you know, a, it seemed to be like almost everybody knew who was in there. Uh, and this year I love to see some fresh names that going into next season, they're going to be like, Oh, that's Nick, that's Travis, that's Brian. And, and, and it just continues to grow the top, you know, the top anglers in our sport. And it's not like the other top anglers are, stepping back because you know like you saw at the the end of the year you know you got to see you know g kind of rise up throughout the year uh and then finally get his first win ever and then you same thing with jay like you know he started slower and then kind of kicked the end of the year's tail um and and made a good run for him and and scotch you know you you mentioned scotch earlier scotch had an off year and he literally you know just shot a shot there on pickwick and 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 got into the toc I mean, to to that point, I think for any angler that's kayak fishing these bigger events, if you have if you have your eyes on a prize, it it should be making making it into that room at the end of the year. I promise you, it's an experience like nothing else. You know, from from the stage to the to the media coverage, to the gift bags, to the camaraderie, but the people that you're in that room with, and I mean, Pickwick was a great example. When you look at the people that that were in the room, you know, cashing checks at Pickwick, that was a, a majority of the people that you're going to see there at the TOC period. Like this series is so competitive. Make that, make that your, your goal at the beginning of the season, because I promise you the reward at the end is more than you're going to find anywhere else. Yeah. I've been, know, I've been asked, I've been I, asked this twice already. Sorry, I got to shut up here. But uh, somebody keeps saying to ask, tell AJ we appreciate all you do. So AJ, we appreciate all you do. That's been said a couple times in the comments. So. I, I appreciate, I appreciate you all. I mean, I, it's, it. I say it all the time, and it's not, it's not like fluff or whatever. Like, it's you guys that motivate me to to, to do this thing and and to keep fighting for you guys and to provide opportunities for you all. When you guys show up and roll deep into these events, that's the kind of stuff that that really kind of gets me, gets me excited. And, and, um, I appreciate you all, you all, you know, put a lot into coming to these events, travel all over the country. I mean, that was Jeff Sherwood. He rolls in from New Mexico to events. There's nothing that's close to New Mexico. Um, so, you know, (laughs) appreciate Jeff for, for the support and and everybody. There's so many anglers that, you know, people say being a tournament director is a thankless job. 
well, you guys thank me a lot, and I appreciate you all for doing that. Um, you know, it's a it's a time thing. You, anybody that's ever been a director of anything understands it's a, it's a sacrifice thing. You invest a lot of time for other people. You guys know that, but you guys are worth it. Um, this community is worth it. This sport is worth it, and we're going to keep growing it and keep going. I love yes, it. Sir. And that's at what first, people – go ahead, Jeff. No, I, thought, I said at first thought he was just talking about me and you, Ryan. Then he started talking about everybody. Well, y'all, y'all are part of it. I mean, there's a lot of people. There's I a, mean, think about there, we're here. there's a lot of people that sacrifice stuff for better hobbies or this sport or you know, and yeah, there's incentives there. Like you know, but at the end of the day, like when you're a director, you're sacrificing stuff uh, for other people, and uh, it, it could be a coach for a, a youth team or 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 anything. When you put yourself in that position. Um, you're giving to others and, and that's a, takes a lot. There's a lot of people that do that in a lot of different professions and capacities and, um, shout out to all those people. Shout out to you guys for doing what you all do. Um, you know, I know you'll have a good time, but you, you guys invest a lot of time into promoting, um, sponsors and anglers and the sport and events. And, uh, you know, it's good to get a pat on the back every once in a while, uh, when you're putting in work, you know, cause you're not doing it for the pat on the back. You're doing it for all the other reasons. And I mean, for for us, we want to see it grow. We want to see things be the best that they can be from from a reward standpoint, you know, be it monetary or angler promotion. uh, But, you know, the professionalism of the tournaments, like we want to see the sport get to the highest point that it can, because that's what betters everybody. So, you know, for the people that criticize and, oh, you're playing favorites, blah, blah, blah. It's our job to 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 say what we think as anglers we're fishing these events there's no one that knows better than the people that are traveling 1200 miles to go (laughs) to go fish an event and blow thousands of dollars on the road i mean that's that's who's gonna you know be able to give you the the most accurate feedback on these things not somebody sitting on the couch watching the advertisements or seeing a sticker on a truck or whatever uh and i think that's kind of what really sets the scale of, of what we push and what we promote. I feel like right now there's not a question that the BOS series is delivering the best product. And I don't apologize for, you know, for pushing that because it is, if you want to be the best, do better than that. And we'll push you. And you know what I like is that I think that other series get the message and they're going to, everybody's going to try to improve. They're going to have to, I mean, you know, rising tide, lifts all ships or whatever they say competition is good. It's going to push everybody to get better. So we're glad to see it. Should or get off the pot. I think, I think that's what they say. There you go. Yeah. Like I said, all Americans, some of these other places are, are, are trying to turn the corner with some of their stuff. So, you know, but like I did this year and many others, BOS is, is our version of the elite series and we're glad to have it. So we're thankful for what, what you guys do over there, AJ. Well, and real uh, quick before we transition to the schedule, cause I'm sure there's like a couple people that are curious about that. So like the all American, I, I messaged um, Tyler and Josh after last year uh, when Jeremy Mitchell won that kind of the first All-American Classic. And I was like, man, you guys nailed it like that. You guys killed it. It was awesome. For those that don't know, I mean, some of y'all like started this yesterday. Like the TOC was in at Lake Fork for years. Um, and it was really just started as a Texas thing and then it expanded. Jack Ford TOC, right That's, there. Man. Well, it was even before it. No, yeah, but I, yeah. see you, I see you, man. You got that, that seven year old plaque up there. What, what yeah. place? 
What place huh? are you in? No, that's, a, that's the best finish ever there. It's a fifth place plaque. It's my best finish ever there. Hell yeah. Top man. five. That was tough. That was a tough, yeah. that was a tough yeah. tournament. So, like, what, um, you know, Bo, did, Bo redid, you know, he grew it to other clubs outside of Texas, and all these people came into Texas. And I know there's people in Texas that say, you know, that there was stuff and whatnot, and that's, that's beside the point. It, it, it's relevant, but it's beside the point. What he did is he expanded, you know, the grassroots opportunity for a championship, and he worked hard at that. And when we kind of came in and took over – what the TOC was from Cody Prather when it was kind of owned by Yak for it, there was a void there for at least a couple of years. And guys like Tyler that won one year and went to um, the Worlds uh, when it was a Worlds qualifier. And then, uh, you know, Joshua, who, who's been to that event too, they knew and they felt that, that there was a void there. And they literally just said, we're going to do this. And they did it. And it's really cool to see it expand into a larger series and and give more folks opportunity to compete at a high level with a really good championship but if you don't fish that series if your club is associated with it you still have an opportunity to go fish this championship by fishing through your club and that's a really cool opportunity to have um, i used to go fish that all the time fishing with the bluegrass yak masters and, and the bluegrass kayak anglers and loved that experience to end the season so if your club's not involved with the all-american kayak series um Check it out. Reach out to Tyler. Reach out to Josh. It's probably too late for this year, but I'd rather them tell you that for sure. But get involved for next year. Um, grassroots clubs is where it's, it's about. Give people an opportunity to fish for something more through what they're already doing. And those guys are doing a good job running that. So, yeah. so give a big shout out to those guys. And let me tell you, I went to their first championship last year, the first All-American Classic up there. And that town uh, up there at Truman Reservoir is met, like many of these other towns where you've had events, AJ. They embraced kayak fishing like you wouldn't believe. They had the whole – this was in the middle of COVID. They had the whole community center full. They had the mayor down there, the radio station, the president of the chamber, like the principal of the high school. They had everybody in the city down there for the kayak <laughs> event. Uh, they put on a show in the middle of the pandemic last year. So the, the town really embraces it too, and they do do a great job. So I'll second what you said uh, after being up there and witnessing it. But uh, anyway, I know the people are begging, thirsty for this schedule. Ooh. You guys How are you going to do it? How you want to do it? You want to like, you want to like, throw the whole thing up there and just like that, or you want to talk talk it out? I, I, I we just throw the whole thing up, like do a drum roll, throw the whole thing up there, and go well, one, then go through the events. Do, before we do it, so just so people know, this is just the first five events. Hey, there's no re. He's over here yelling. He's excited oh, easy too. Easy boom, easy boom. Hey, um, so there's the first first five events um that we're going to release tonight it takes us through the start of june so this isn't the full schedule there's going to be anywhere from three to four more events added to this that take us through september then we'll have the tournament of champions so this is just the first five events we wanted to go ahead and let you all know as soon as possible and it probably won't be more than a couple weeks before the rest of the schedule is filled out but we wanted to drop these first five and uh get the folks excited Right. I don't like fishing past June anyway, so I think it's a great start. Yeah, <laughs> These will be right. the first five events I go to. Virtual drum roll. Here we go. I Everybody wish we had the sound it. loaded, Jeff. I know, my bad. Last time I tried to do sound, okay. I, YouTube banned me for like two weeks for using some pirated music. I know, I remember. I remember. Yeah. I like to do hood red stuff with my friends. All right, guys, here we go. Boom. Ooh. 
Oh, there it is. Oh. The first five. That sounds like an NCAA tournament thing. I like it. The first five. Big stuff. Let's so, see what the comments are. I will go ahead and say uh, my apologies to, to Dylan Lowry. Because uh, <laughs> I told him I told him I didn't think you follow was going to be back on it for next year after the TOC. Uh, I was wrong on that. So, And I'm glad to see Chick back on there, man. Obviously, that's uh, – that's in the backyard, right next to AJ's crib there. So, oh, this is a uh, this is a good looking little run here. I've never fished Santee Cooper. This will be my first time out there. There you go, man. Well, let's let's start at the top, man. Toledo Bend. Um, you know, it's a for some folks. You know, KBF had some opportunities uh, there uh, with a couple different championships in the past, and so some folks got out there. I think Scotch maybe won that event like three years in a row or something crazy. Um, but, you know, Toledo Bend is just a monster lake. And it's got so many opportunities. got a lot of big bass in there, a lot of fish in general, stick-ups, grass, cuts, creeks, cypress. I mean, it's it's Louisiana, but it's half Louisiana, half Texas. So it's that's if you're not familiar, it's on the border of Louisiana, Texas. And this is a big push for us to come to Louisiana. I want to give a big shout out to all the guys from Louisiana. Uh, they travel hard and, and come and fish with us. Um, they've got some great group, uh, great folks in that area. Um, and we were excited and they've got good fisheries in Louisiana, too. So we were excited to to finally land back on Toledo Bend and start. Uh, it's a week later than we've started in the past, um, but we're starting in a different, um, different, you know, area of the country than, um, you know, we have in the past. So uh, it's definitely going to have some potential for some big fish. I think that area is going to show out uh, first event of the year is always a big one. People are excited. So we're starting right there. And like I saw, I saw the this comment. Well, it, you know, sometimes the start of the year is a little tough. Um, it can be it can go a couple different ways that time of year, but that's when some of your bigger fish uh, are going to be caught. So, uh, happy happy birthday, Steve! Steve, so, then, oh, man. Then we you go. You better to, come to one of these tournaments this year, Steve. I'm gonna go ahead and put that out there. I'm not trying to call you out directly, but show up once. Come on, let's go. We go to Santee Cooper Lakes. That's uh, Lake Marion and Lake Moultrie. Um, and you know, it's another place that has seen some kayak tournaments. We are uh, going to be working with Queen City for that event. They're going to have an event um, there the first the first uh, day as well. They're going to bring the bring the heat down there. That's probably when you look at the schedule. Like to me, that is probably the event where we're going to see the most and the biggest fish uh, turned in. I mean, it's uh, it's uh, just a powerhouse of a fishery it's been fishing better uh the last few years it's what do you want to fish do you want to fish cypress trees um you know there's some grass there's dot there's opportunities in that and there's giant bass i'm gonna say there's probably going to be a 10 or 11 pounder caught in that tournament and the cool thing about it is there could literally be a 10 or 11 pounder caught in any one of these fisheries in the top five they all they all host uh big fish um and, and that's one of those things that gets me excited as a director, knowing that our anglers are going into places with with some big old bass. Uh, but that's that's going to be an awesome event in March. I mean, 
you know, March is the time of year where you want to get out there. Things are happening. If you can find yourself on a, on a, um, you know, on a good lake that time of year, magic can happen practice or, um, you know, during the tournament day. I'm, so looking forward to that one. Then we swing to Lake Eufaula, uh, Georgia and Alabama uh, line. Eufaula, Alabama, you guys will get to see it show out for our Tournament of Champions. Uh, you know, a lot of times we'd like to do a two-year deal with that. So Dylan might have had some inside information. Ryan, I'm surprised he didn't try to hustle you on that one. Um, but, he would never. But they, uh, you know, they want those communities, once they buy in, they want to see the championship and then they want to see the volume. They want to see the anglers come back the following year and, um, you know, come in with, with the numbers that we, you know, can bring to an, a community. And that should be a really good time on Ufala. Um, You know, it should be, you know, around the spawn, probably a little post-spawn, if not right deering. I'm not going to pretend to know a thing about that lake, so I'll just say it confidently. But, you know, the, Ellen, let us know. <laughs> I, no, the, I think you follow i think you follow and seminole are comparable so you can probably uh you can probably judge one off the other on that one okay yeah so you know that'll be an interesting event for folks um and, and definitely show out in the spring and you know then we go back to broken bow um you know we were there early last year if you're not i mean this is like an hour from the texas border an hour from the arkansas border like two hours from the Louisiana border. Like this place is is so centrally located and it's a little gym, a really cool tourist town, some amazing cabins. Um, you know, it's the definitely the place to bring. Um, you know, you want to bring your partner, your friends, like come out, hang out. They can do whatever they want during the day. There's tons of stuff for them to do. You go fishing during the day. and Your partner? Like your life yeah, partner? What are you talking about? You know, whatever you call it. So I'm going to come just for the fact of hearing uh, Joseph Sanderson and Dylan Lowry's uh, two-stepping story from Broken Bow last year. Uh, I definitely have that one on the list. I'll go ahead and put an asterisk by Broken Bow. I'm, I'm making that drive. You're coming for the saloon. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I'll catch a fish one. Probably big bass. Okay. Right. But but that's that's about all I'm gonna bring to the table on that one. You know, and that's the first event where like smallmouth might you know kind of get they might play a little bit. Um, you know, you know, Russ Snyder's won last year. There was some smallmouth caught throughout the weekend. It's definitely one of those places. Um, but it takes us through May, and there's not really a, a you know much of a smallmouth presence yet on the on the on the uh, on the schedule. Then we turn around. Uh, Lake Chickamauga, once again, some of you guys that just started yesterday probably don't remember, but our very first Bass Open Series <laughs> event was on Lake Chickamauga in February, and it dumped. It dumped the Ooh. rain. The lake came up like it was down at Winter Pool, came up over Summer Pool within like five or six hours. There were trees, like Jeff Fader almost got hit with a tree fishing around uh, Blue Water uh, Marina, like just fishing the bank. Pissing and, on the bank. Tell the whole story. He was pissing <laughs> on the bank, and a damn tree about, about fell on my boy. <laughs> R.I.P. Fader. <laughs> uh, we miss him, man. Come on. We can see you. Hopefully see you soon, Fader. But uh, the uh, you know there were people that, that were fishing up tributaries, and the water came flowing so hard down it that they couldn't get back up to the ramps so they had to float down to other ramps like it was it was um you know the closest we've come and like probably you know maybe canceling a tournament but it also kind of set the bar high like 
if we can fish through that at this level of, of competition, then we're going to probably fish through about, you know, anything that isn't like just stupid, put our anglers at risk because you guys are the top of this sport and like you're, you know, about as good as it's going to get. So we expect you all to be able to be, you know, responsible on the water and handle adverse conditions because someone's going to overcome it. So, you know, that's why, um, you know, we, we, we always want our anglers to be safe, but we're also, you know, we like to see what anglers can do when uh, mother nature throws some curveballs at them. But that's I'll the tell first, you, a lot of, a lot of Cali got scared by lightning last year. Like they saw apparently they don't have a lot of lightning ever in California. They got spooked off by that, but uh, David Barakpa, I think I'm pretty sure he caught like his biggest fish on his stringer uh, during the <laughs> during the little storm that rolled through. But you know, like you said, that's kind of angler responsibility. You got to make sure you know you can get to cover, you can get to a boathouse, get on the bank, be smart. You know, Pickwick, we had some big ass storms roll through on Pickwick uh, day one. The afternoon of day one got nasty, really nasty. But that's, I mean that's fishing you know you're out there this is your tournament this is when it was scheduled you kind of have to keep an eye on things and and you see it in mlf tournaments i mean guys get up under boat houses they do i mean whatever they have to do to stay safe but ultimately that's tournament hours and that's when you got to catch your fish so you can't you can't be mad at the scheduling i don't think aj uh has uh the contact with the weather channel and he'd probably schedule better weather but yeah, no doubt. You know, and that's the other thing, too. It's like, you know, the California event, there's guys like messaging me telling me how gnarly it was. And I'm sitting here judging fish with dudes and they're in the sun holding fish down on their boards. You know, it's like one of those things. It's like we have expansive fisheries like you can go other places. If it looks like it's going to rain in spot A, you should maybe drive to spot B, C or D and you know just salvage that morning and and you know that it's not any different than if you're you know fishing bass boat tournaments you you know you'll go somewhere else because that area is blown out or it's you know too windy to fish there or it's it's storming on this side of the lake and not on that side of the lake so it plays into strategy there and it's hard to punish the anglers that take advantage of that for the anglers that aren't uh when when you're looking at that you know a lot of these storms are pop-up showers and things like that and same thing at pickwick the the upper end up by you know middle and upper end of the lake we're getting hammered and it's sunny and beautiful down at the lower half at the dam um it was just one of those one of those weird weird storm things but you know we always look at that we want our anglers to be safe we also expect you all to to be responsible and, and put don't you know don't put yourself at risk i mean you know i can't be with every one of you on the water if you're uncomfortable with your situation by all means find you know don't go out into those situations and you know that some of the lakes we've already announced here, for instance, Toledo Bend, Toledo Bend is what, 100 miles long, 75 miles long, something like that. It's giant from one it's end huge. to the other. So yeah, yeah, it's huge. You know, we'll we'll look at the boundaries at these events. You know, what we want to do, um, you know, this year is to get the event write ups and stuff up for every event. Um, you know, a little earlier for you guys. Appreciate y'all's patience with me this year, but that's going to be our goal in the off seasons to have every event built in, on the web page. Um, you know, with boundaries and stuff like that. So you guys are aware of that kind of, you know, going in. We always try to get it to you a month out, but uh, I know some of you all like look at that stuff like seven months in advance and stuff. And um, <laughs> I, I do, I mean, I, I respect that hustle, but man, it's uh, it's hard to, to keep up with the demand on some of that stuff. So, you know, just so you guys are know, you know, know what's going on. We are going to, like I said, come out with three to four more open events that'll take us through September. We're kind of getting those finalized right now there's going to be a couple river events 
couple lake events. Um, you know, it's, uh, th there's some areas that you can look at that don't have anything right now that we always go to odds are we're probably going to those areas. Um, you know, again, you know, we want to go to the areas that support us the best and, uh, you know, that are easiest for as many people, uh, to, to get, um, you know, to get safe. Some good comments coming in. I want to thank everybody for sharing this tonight. I know we, we're doing the throwing shades giveaway. We've got um, uh, 59 shares of the live stream tonight, Ryan. Really? I know we can get 60 before this is over. And we, we've got yeah, somebody, good... one more person, one more person yeah. share. And I know we got a pretty good uh, audience on YouTube tonight, so we appreciate y'all on YouTube. Can I get some YouTube comments? And I'll pick a YouTube comment as well, and we'll send you a little pack of like a shirt and some stuff. Swag. As well. A little swag. We'll, we'll do the glasses on like Facebook it. and a little swag on YouTube. I'm going to can help you out. And if you're listening to this on the audio podcast later, we appreciate you over there too. It's been a fun night. Uh, heck of a first five, AJ, man. It's what, impressive. What do you guys think? What, I mean, you know, last year, you know, Seminole was by far our biggest event, uh, season opener, good fishery. You know, now we're looking at Toledo Bend being our season opener. I, I think Toledo Bend, you know, if Texas, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Louisiana decide to show out um, like those states can, you know, because those, those big volume states, a uh, lot of amazing anglers, uh, in those in those areas. So if they all show out and then our normal travelers from around come in, I think Toledo Bend can go so hard to start the tournament season off. But I'm going to tell you what, and it's not just because of Vinny. I know he's watching. Well, it might be past Vinny's bedtime, but uh, it's – it's uh, <laughs> He's putting his I, gel in his hair for tomorrow. Uh, he got to work tomorrow. Chill I out. think Santi, I think Santi Cooper with Queen City is going to be huge – uh, I think that people want to fish that lake. The timing's right. Um, there's so many folks in the uh, in those regions that that show out for tournaments that are great anglers, and I think some other people are going to come out. Uh, I think those events are going to going to be probably our two biggest. Uh, so Matt, Tim, Tim Arthur, Tim Arthur made a comment. I will go ahead and promise you a kayak at any of the first five events. Tim Arthur, pick one of those. Fly your little soft ass out from California. I'll bring you a kayak. You can fish them. Um, I'm planning on making the first five. I, I mean, just seeing that up front, I'll go ahead and tell you I will be at every one of those on on the first five. Ooh, that's Great job, AJ. Amazing fisheries. I think Toledo has a lot of potential. Obviously, it has monster bass. I think uh, I think you'll be catching that pre-spawn uh, bite there, and I'm, I'm hoping we get to see some big bags turned in. If somebody will please shoot me a DM of like the best little um, shithole bar uh, on Toledo would be great. So I can go ahead and start planning my February trip for Valentine's Day. Thank you. <laughs> Good looking AJ, out. Can you, can you guys, is this Bluegrass Bodybuilding and Fitness? Is that Jay Wallen's YouTube or who is that right there? <laughs> <laughs> it's like keto based fitness except different. Oh, okay. Appreciate you, Bluegrass. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, We've got we've got some uh, some Kentucky love coming up, but it's going to be uh, 23. So we're already I've already got uh, four events locked in for 2023. Also, wow. so uh, we're just you know it's we're just working over here. Oh, you know, is that Jake's Jake's numbers? He's throwing the numbers up. What's he talking about? I don't know. He's, He's guessing saying 145 for Ben Santi Cooper 148, 130 for you follow <laughs> Broken Bows 102. Jake. Jake, bro, 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 go back to making some ass-shaking TikTok videos and quit trying to guess numbers, player. Stick to your strengths. Stick to your strengths. Charge your walkie-talkie batteries. Get back on it, all right? 
Come Jake, on, Jake, say, Jake's saying we're going to take a hit next year. What? Jake don't know shit. Man. Jake Harshman. Oh, we're, we're up to 74 shares, Ryan. You guys are blowing <laughs> it out of the water. My God. Uh, yeah, we'll pick somebody over there on YouTube as well after the, after the fact. Hey, I do, I'll, you know, I know, um, it, you know, you and, and Tim and, and occasionally I'll step in there and go uh, in back and forth a little bit. But I will say the last time uh, Tim had a boat available to him for the TOC that he qualified for in Arkansas, he wasn't able to come. So I hope that, you know, I hope this year he'll be able to uh, to come. But no, that was all those California guys. A few of them are boats and flew in that year and. Uh, they did the same thing, and and I know I know that there's parts of the country that are are would love to see us come back, and you know hopefully that'll happen down the road. Um, you know I know it's all fun and games we go back and forth, but it's it's a, definitely a challenging thing uh, when you don't go to the places that folks want you to come. Uh, you know there's a lot that goes into all that stuff, so understand. But we'll look forward. You guys, anybody that wants to come to an event, you know just make a post out there. This community is amazing. Um, there's a few, there's always a few extra boats at these events. Uh, just there's dealers that loan boats that are close to these events. It's not hard to get a boat to, to fish one of these events. If you want to, you just got to kind of stick your neck out there a little bit. And, uh, somebody's going to, somebody's going to step in for you. Cause that's the kind of community that we have. And I would love to see the Cali guys come out, you know, used to the national championship. We did the ship house crew, Adam, Abel, Cody. I mean, we'll even let Tim come close to us. But new Dave, I mean, I want all the Cali guys to fly out, pick an event. Let's make a big deal out of it. You guys come out. I'll line the boats up. Let's let's get the crew back together one time. That sounds good. Good stuff. Uh, I'll get no, to see you guys at check-in. Yeah, no, what's up with that, AJ? We need to start making stuff. Can happen. you hang out with us? Like we can, remember, we used to throw cornhole till like the wee hours of the morning and whatnot. Let's do that when we're done. Yeah, it's pre-tournament festivities, man. Once we get can into we get a can we get a stunt double? Can we get a stunt double for AJ so you could be a person? Man, that'd be, I'll let be you. all right. Let's, I won't tell. Wear a start. mask. I won't even tell who you are. Be anonymous. I don't know, man. People, people used to, you know, how else they always used to think that anybody that I was hanging out with after hours was getting all sorts of special treatment. So I just shut it down. <laughs> well, Hang out then with me. I'm never me in the top ten up, anyway. Then, <laughs> then they saw me roll up to the ramp and Donnie Bennett pull his kayak cover back with yingling bottles broken all inside it. And they realize it's actually probably a detriment if you're with the people that are hanging out after hours. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, I know we've been we've been going about an hour. We can go all night long for all I care. But before we go, I wanted to talk about the upcoming TFC in case we don't have AJ back on. Uh, I don't know if AJ can talk like this and make his kind of picks, but I know Ryan and I can kind of make our predictions on who we might think might take the take the title. Um, you want to do that real quick? T- touch on a little bit of TOC before we go, AJ. Is that all right? I'd love to. Let's 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 end this show with the way that we're going to end this awesome season, getting getting some TOC action. All right, uh, I'll give you my my picks for it personally that I'm watching for before uh, for you guys go. Since Ryan's in it, AJ's running it. Uh, of course, I'm going for. My partner here, uh, Ryan, brims with confidence. I'm pulling for him to go back-to-back. Uh, if it's not Ryan, I got my money on probably the hottest guy down the stretch, riding that momentum, Juicy Jay Wallen. And then my sleeper pick, coming straight out of my club, uh, Justin Brewer, finishing top three at Broken Bow. Dude is a straight hammer. He doesn't travel much, but I'm telling you, uh, watch out for Justin Brewer out there. That's my three. I'm going to say, you know, I think you I – mean, Dude, uh, and I, 
you know, we talk about momentum. Ewing's had a hot hand this year, a hot freaking hand. I have a hard time thinking he's going to finish outside of the top five in this deal. Um, I think Big Stick Hal, I think you'll probably see him in the top five as well. Uh, baby brother Jordan Marshall, it's hard to count him out anywhere. That sucker, I mean, he he finds fish. Uh, he's he's great at it. Um, and then Russ Snyder's, you know, Russ Snyder's uh, took didn't didn't he win the Bassmaster event down there um, earlier on Ufala this year? So I, so I mean, I think you have to put his name in the conversation. And uh, I bought David Lowry's boat, so I think that comes with some mojo, and he catches the shit out of fish on Ufala. So I'm literally just banking on the fact that his boat's in my garage. So hey, we'll see. Let, we'll let me, see what we can. Let do. me make up with uh, Taylor. She said she flipped a table when I didn't mention uh, BDH. BDH, I'm on record as saying BDH is Listen. still my pick for the Angler of the Year. I still think he's going to catch Edwin and win AOI, Taylor. Listen. So hopefully I save my Taylor, time. I want you to remember who did pick BDH, and it was this guy right here. Okay? You're welcome. Yeah. It's hard to pick. I mean, there's so many. All 50 of the anglers in this thing can win it. I mean, it's unbelievable field. So I know we're, we're kind of cherry picking here, but – um, what are your I'm thoughts, not, AJ? Coming I'm up? not going to make any like picks or anything like that. Cause you know, there's, you know, cause you're judging is, the fish. I'm fairly involved. <laughs> um, but I will say, I will say to not mention the reigning angler of the year, Drew Gregory for this event, I think is a mistake. I think that he has come in at the end of the year. He's put him in, in a very strong position for the angler of the year race again and he's probably going to have a good event on follow because that's essentially everything he does at any tournament is have a good tournament. He's going to have a fresh off another kid. He's going to be feeling refreshed. Fresh he's going to come, come down there and hammer. That him, helps man. you? Wait a minute. Hey, I, Listen, I will tell you why I didn't pick Drew Gregory, and I think Drew Gregory is an amazing angler, and he finds his water in a lot of different scenarios. That river section of Ufala was cut out. And I'm not saying I'm mad at you, AJ, but <laughs> he's mad at you. <laughs> but I mean I think that's I think that's gonna hurt uh probably a prime time area that, that I think Drew would have honestly he would have wrecked shop in. And I thank you for cutting that out. So good well, job. <laughs> you know, I know that I know that it's easy for you to say that, but I, if I feel like if you relied on every fishing advice that, that Dylan Lowry's ever given you about, oh place, shit, no. So I'll tell you how I got here. I relied on zero fishing advices Dylan Lowry's ever given me. That's why I'm going to the TLC this year, boys. No, oh, I, I think I think Drew's somebody that um, I think Drew's somebody that that is a threat anytime he enters an event. And you know, I I, I will throw out a couple other names just as. People to watch. I think if it's an offshore bite, um, I think folks like Jim Ware and Adam Riser, um, those dudes can catch fish in deep water. They almost embrace that opportunity. Uh, there's some opportunities on you follow on deep brush piles for people to absolutely wreck them. I'll tell you somebody that is, uh, you know, always up there, but maybe hasn't had the best end of the seasons. Cody Milton. Cody Milton's a hammer. Um, you know, G has been rising up at the end of the year. I'm sure he's going to have a good event. Um, you know, Christine's out there. You got, um, you know, Brian Delahunty and, and Kate that actually got to have some, some time on the water before the cutout, uh, the cutoff. So there's so many anglers, um, you know, that, that have an opportunity to this, but I think that there's a lot of anglers that, that we didn't mention 
that are probably going to be the ones that that get in there we pay out 10 places $75,000 first place is $35,000 we have published the full pay scale uh, on on hobiebos.com you can go check it out second place is $10,000 I mean it's a deal Um, and it's three days Uh, it's something that most of the people in this field have never done Um, you know there's been essentially one or two other three-day tournaments but there is um not a cut so all 50 anglers have to fish the third day also so it's you have to catch them for three days it will matter to be who's in our top 10 it will matter for who takes home the far wide angler of the year catching fish three days in a row is something that most people um, never have to do in a tournament setting so It'll be really interesting to see how how it shakes out on you, follow. Yeah, I just saw Taylor's about, comment. Three day. I saw Taylor's comment that you put up, Jeff. I just want to take back everything nice I said about Brian Hell. So I've taken him out of my top five. I'll replace <laughs> yeah, him with Drew Gregory. He wasn't rooting for you all of a sudden. Yeah, dang. Hey, I think hey, I think Kurt Smith's is due for one. Yeah. Um, you you, know, you got to keep an eye on Kurt, son. Um. You know, I think uh, I I don't know if there's a person coming in that is like more mentally motivated than uh, than than Vinny seems to be. Uh, last man in, he was so jacked up. Any of those dudes from the Queen City, Matt Hodge, Adam Fillmore, um, the Corey, like those dudes in that group are hammers, and they don't. I will tell you them. this with confidence: I'm going to clap Vinny Ferrari and Adam Fillmore. Those are two people that will not be higher than my name on the finishing list. I'll go ahead and put that out there. We can make a side bet. All right. I like it. I like it. See, I'm between three of us, we've worked through like 30 to 35 people already. So uh, so (laughs) somebody's got to get it right. Somebody's (laughs) got to get it right. Now, here's the deal it's going to be exciting. We're going to have, you know, a couple. Uh, photographers, a couple uh, video opportunities on the water. We will be filming Hobie Outdoor Adventures. Um, we'll feed the anglers three of the four nights that we're meeting. We'll give them one night that they can go have something else to eat and, and, and enjoy the town. Uh, but we do cover the meal for all the all anglers for three of the nights. Um, and, you know, the, the CEO of Hobie is coming out uh, for the weekend to be a part of it. Uh, it's, it's uh, yeah, just, yeah didn't mention Jody Queen. We didn't mention Matt Ball. Didn't mention Ron Champion. We didn't mention a lot of people. Um, you know, that's it's the top 50. It's stacked. Everybody in that group, um, you know, sleeper Tim Isaacs coming in. I mean, there are so many people. And then we didn't mention any of the people that have won events already this year. Um, you know, some of the guys that we mentioned earlier. So it's definitely, it's definitely a stacked field. Um, and, it, and it's like there's two competitions going on. You have the tournament for $75,000, but then you also have the far wide angler of the year race. And so folks that don't know about how the points work, essentially every event all years out of a hundred points and you uh, have a one point decrement. So if you get first, it's a hundred. If you get second, it's 99. Well, in this event, it's a two point decrement out of a hundred points. So first is a hundred, but second is 98. Third is 96. So it can really be a different deal. Like if you're if you're tenth place in an open event, you get ninety one. If you're tenth place in this event, it's like 
I don't know. Subtract. You know. You know what I'm saying. It's yeah, 180. <laughs> it's, it's, it's some different numbers. Yeah. Is the, yeah. Is the deal. Yeah. So it's um, it's a little bit weighted in that capacity, and um, it kind of makes the anglers that are competing against each other on that same water have to literally beat each other on that water. And last year, you know, Jody Queen and Russ Snyder's were blowing everybody away in the angler of the year race. And they both uh, stumbled a little bit in that event. And it opened up the opportunity for drew um, to get up there and win. Jordan got second, Ron got third. I think Christine jumped into fourth. Um, so it, people that were in like the seventh to 10th range that had really good tournaments were able to do that. Um, and, and I think we're going to see that, you know, when you start looking at the point uh, variance in the top 10 of our angler of the year race, all those people are in there, but they all have to finish a certain amount of places above Ewing. Um, so he's put himself in that position through an amazing season. Um, didn't, did you mention Ewing? You threw Ewing's name, Ewing's name out there, right? He's too young. Nope. He'll get mentally shook in three days. I'm going to make sure he gets shook. I'm personally <laughs> going to ensure that he is shook. Guaranteed. We didn't throw, we didn't throw Jackson or his name out there. He got second in the NC. He's going to be shook too. Uh, last year. Jackson's you know, in college now. Jackson is in college. He is already shook. <laughs> We're good. We're fine. That, that's he the crazy shook. thing, man. This TOC, shook. just like a lot of championship, but well, not like a lot of championships because it's only 50 people. Whoever's up there come, you know, day three, it's not going to really be a shock. To, you know, whoever that top five is, everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah. Okay, right. Of course they're up. Of course they're up there. It's uh, not an accident. There's it's a, not there's an a accident. few dudes. Like, I mean, you work hard to get here. Yeah. There's a few dudes, though. I'm telling you, like, there's some guys that didn't get in – by qualifying top three, they got in on points. They were middle of the pack all year. They're from like kind of obscure areas. People don't know some of the folks in this event. And I really hope folks like that are able to show up and, and have an opportunity in that event. Cause it's, it's just a good story. Um, and you know, that's the kind of stuff when you work hard to get it to something. And then when you get there, you actually, you know, have success in that, that position. It's just so rewarding. Um, that'd be cool. So, everybody loves an underdog story, so that'd be, that would there's be a, awesome. There's a few of those, but yeah. essentially everybody that we just mentioned is not considered an underdog. So there's about there's about seven of them in the tournament. That might my be underdog's underdog. Justin Brewer. That's who I picked, my local guy. He's coming. He's coming in hot for you, follow. But, um, man, what an awesome show. I'm so glad, glad we got to, to do it. this tonight. Appreciate after, it. After all the craziness of the day, uh, I'm glad we got to do this tonight. That was fun. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you all, um, you know, supporting what, you know, this series, the way that you do, um, you know, I, I'm sure that everybody, you know, likes to throw, you know, jabs in here and there, but, um, you know, essentially this series, this podcast, KBN all started because there were opportunities to do things better. And, uh, you know, we kind of, we kind of come in with that mindset. It's like this sport deserves some, some new and, and better opportunities. Um, there's other great opportunities, but, it needed there was room for some growth and uh let's let's keep growing um you know i appreciate you guys doing this we'll, we're excited to get to share our schedule with you all first and, and your uh you know your group and we'll get it posted on our our group page and our website uh sometime in the next day or so and it won't be long before we fill out the end of this schedule um and there's going to be you know i was telling jeff there's going to be two events that we've we've you know places we've been to 
and two that we haven't, or at least one that we haven't. We're on that three or four events deal. Um, it is still going to be your best three events in the TOC for next year. So, you know, everybody's going to want to find at least three events to go to, but probably like five. Five is like that magic number, I think. Or seven. Uh, yeah, yeah. Seven's good too. You know, just take one <laughs> off. Um, right now, the way it sits is it's just one a month. I know some of them are like three weeks apart, but they're kind of separated. It's so like when you look at that run from you follow to chick, um, you know, it's the end of April and then it's, then it's, um, you know, mid May is, uh, when we go out to broken bow. So a lot of folks that are fishing, um, I mean, you're throwing it up too quick. I can't read. I Sorry. can't read stuff. He's, uh, he's Je Jeff's crazy. Don't worry about him. He's, he's wild. He yeah, saves them. He saves them for like five minutes and then throws them all at you. And like, bah, 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 bah. yeah, it's like an hour past my bedtime. Y'all come on. I, I agree. I agree. You're right. Right. <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's, you know, we kind of go back and forth. So you have an opportunity, like if you're on the central part of the, the kind of the schedule, you've got, you know, some time in between those events. If you're on the Southeastern side, you know, and if you're living in like Georgia, like you are in a great spot for those three Southeastern events. So I, I think Georgia and South Carolina and Tennessee, and hopefully some folks in Alabama, like I, I keep hearing how good a fo anglers are in Alabama and, you know, we're just, there's not too many of them that come out and hang out with us too much. So well, honestly, they don't like fishing national events. They like to talk a lot more than they like to fish. That's one of the tricks with Alabama. But there's some, there's some good ones there. Uh, one of these days, hopefully, you know, we have our championship there. We'll be back there for an open next year. Um, you know, we didn't have an Alabama event this season, so maybe that's the problem. We're coming back to Alabama next year. So we'll, we'll see you guys out there and uh, looking forward to it. We appreciate you coming on, AJ. Killer first five. I can't wait to see the rest of the schedule. Like I said, I'll be at the first five for sure. We will be doing live coverage on the water, some podcasts. I mean, we're going to keep it, uh, you know, pumping up. Like I want to I want to see this thing grow. I want to see more eyes on it. And, uh, you know, what's what's good for the goose is good for the gander. So thank you for everything that you're doing for us. Thank you guys. We'll uh, look hey, forward we'll, to seeing. We're not done yet. We got to give away some oh, stuff shit. real quick. Oh shit! Well, all right. My yeah. apologies, AJ. I take all that back. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, mean to yeah. Thank AJ, you so hang on. Don't, save your goodbyes for just a second. I get to give away two things. First, the swag pack on YouTube goes to Andrew Middlebrook. You commented on the YouTube and you were selected. So message me and I will get you uh, some gear. And then the big throwing shades. Monday giveaway, pair of Revos, just like Ryan has on his head there. Best That's lenses right. on That's Earth. Right. Best lenses on the planet. Uh, Matt Frentress. Hey, I like the great old state Matt, of Texas. Man. I like old Matt. That's old Black Hit me up, Matt. Yeah, hit me up, Matt, and we'll get Good you deal. a code to get some glasses. Good deal. So there we Good go. seeing you, player. Congrats there on the is. big win, Kentucky. Yes, sir. Big Blue it's Nation. Great. It's way past Boone's bedtime. That's the most yeah. movement he's yeah. had in a well, few hours. Same, right. brother. Anyway. I'm going to go try to fight Yogi Bear tomorrow, so I'm going to see y'all hopefully next week. Yeah. AJ, thanks again, brother. That was fun. Glad it Thank all worked out tonight. Thank you, guys. Yeah, looking forward to wrapping up 21. TOC is going to be lit for sure. Um, and then, you know, I'm going to take a nice couple months off before we get rolling in February. Thank you. Smart. All right. Ryan, stay safe. Don't get eaten tomorrow. Yes, sir. I'll try all not right. to. <laughs> We're gone. Thanks, everybody. See y'all. Thanks, guys.